We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. How about the Devils, though? Little five-game heater. I mean, after the Devils beat the Rangers in overtime uh, two Saturdays ago, they haven't lost since. They beat the Hurricanes 5-3. They beat the Ducks 6-2. They beat the Kings 5-2. And tonight, in a shootout, they knock off the San Jose Sharks 4-3. I got eyes on that for a little bit. I mean... I got to figure out when to go back to the Rock. Not Sunday because it's going to be NFL, but it's actually a two o'clock game on Sunday. Nah, it's going to be. I'm going to be cutting it too close. The Chiefs play at four thirty. Let's go through the schedule for the divisional round. Saturday, more Saturday football. Got to love it. At four thirty on NBC, you'll get the nine and eight Jaguars versus the fourteen and three Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to roll them. I'm sorry, folks. I don't care. Like, Trevor Lawrence does what he did last week against the Chiefs, <laughs> and Pat Mahomes is putting up 40 in the first half. So I don't I don't see it. But, hey, any given Sunday, don't listen to me. All bets are off. It's always crazy. It's always unpredictable. No one can call it. I don't know. Maybe Travis Etienne goes off, and maybe, like I said, Trevor Lawrence growed, uh, grew up. Maybe he grows up some more, and he goes toe-to-toe with – Pat Mahomes, I just doubt it. The Chiefs have done this. Like they, This is what they do. This is their time of year. And they're still licking their wounds from losing to the Bengals at home last year. They're not losing these home playoff games. And then obviously, um, you know, if it's Bills, Chiefs, it's at a neutral site. I just don't see the Chiefs losing to the Jacks. 8-15 on Saturday. Your New York football giants head down the parkway and turnpike and... Uh, I think it's Turnpike Parkway and then Pennsylvania Turnpike to face the Eagles. That's going to be a good one. Uh, if you can go to that game, go. I know it's going to be expensive. But, like, can you imagine going into the link and knocking them off when they thought they were going to go undefeated? They think Jalen Hurts is winning the MVP. Uh, they think they've got this ridiculous team because of all of the names at different positions and all the. 
talent they added, whether it was the draft or free agency, all of that is great. On the opposite side is the Giants with no names and no talent and all this other stuff that they say about the Giants and why they can't do anything. If the no names beat beat the big names, I, I would love to see it. Like, that is the NFL. Shock the world, Giants. 8-15 on Saturday. And it's on a Saturday. It's on a Saturday where you could, if you work Monday through Friday, you can get up Saturday morning, pack your stuff, whatever, make that drive down and be set up somewhere by, I don't know, noon 1, have a long tailgate party, I don't know, go see the the Bell, Rocky, Steps, whatever they do in Philly. I'm not a Philly guy. Go to Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin Park, Parkway. I, I don't really like Philly. I don't go there if I, if I have to go. I've, I've been to Yankees versus Phillies. I've been to Wells Fargo Center back when it was Wachovia Center, I believe. I think, no, it was First Union Center because I went to see AI when I was really little. Um, I've never gone to a football game there because, like I said, I, my brother took my little sister when, I want to say this has to be like 2010. I should text my sister and find out what year did you guys go to the link, and I told you not to do that, then <laughs> it was not that enjoyable of an experience. Um, I've never been, but Giants fans, make your presence felt, right? There were some let's go Giants chants breaking out in Minnesota, and that was a cheap ticket. I remember saying, hey, that, that, that ticket is pretty cheap, and U.S. Bank Stadium is a football palace. That's one of the nicest stadiums in the NFL. If you're a Giants fan and you've been in this little playoff drought, and you've got a couple dollars to throw. Go out there and do that. And Giants fans went out there and showed out, and then they got the win. Sunday, January 22nd at 3 o'clock, the Bengals versus the Bills. And we all remember the Monday night football game and DeMar Hamlin, and, you know, it got cut short, and they never resumed it. Well, as fate should have it, the Bengals will face the Bills in Orchard Park. And I think the Bills are going to be geared up for this one. I think the, the Bengals will too, but I just don't think the Bengals are, I don't know, they, they're, they're, they're missing the left tackle. I think they're more bite than bark. I think they, they carry themselves with this swagger like they won the Super Bowl last year versus a team that made some you know ridiculous upsets to get there and, and lost. I think the Bills are still like a team of destiny, and they're supposed to go meet at this neutral site um, against the Chiefs. So I got the Bills probably in that one. But that's going to be a good game at 3 o'clock to kick us off on Sunday. And then 6.30, hopefully that Bills game takes a while. Like, what was that with the Dolphins game? My, my wife said that to me. She's like, I feel like this game has been on forever. I'm like, it has. It started at 1. I felt like that game took 4 or 5 hours. But um, they end up pushing the game back. So my hope is that they end up pushing this Cowboys-Niners game back because I need the Cowboys just to get as much time as possible. I don't know, the rest, to recover, repair, whatever. And then it's the Dallas Cowboys, like like old times, the Dallas Cowboys versus the 49ers. We're, we're back in the 90s. When I was a kid, there were Jets fans, there were Giants fans on the playground, of course. And then there were 49ers fans and Cowboys fans, and you picked. And a lot of people were wearing those Jets and Giants starter jackets because that's what their mom or dad made them wear. And the rest of us were choosing between front-running, being bandwagon fans of the Niners and Cowboys when I was a kid. And uh, here we go again. Cowboys, Niners. And uh, I'm super excited for that one. That'll be the last game of the day. Now, I mean, these games were all great. 
there was some criticism out there for Tony Dungy and Al Michaels' call, and I, I, I didn't say a word about it. I listened to their call, and honestly, like, that game was over, we thought. That game was over in the first half. I ended up making the switch from the big TV in the living room to uh, actually going to the bathroom. I, I had to, like, shave, not trying to, you know, give you too much info. I had to uh, shave my face. <laughs> I had to shave my uh, beard and get in the shower at halftime, and I just had it on my phone. Like, even when games seem like they're out of reach, this is the playoffs. Don't ever turn a game off. Don't ever tune all the way out. Even if you just keep, like, I just kept, like, notifications on for a little while. And then when they scored that touchdown before half, I think it was, like, 27-7. That gave me the inkling that, like, hey, they're not out of it. And uh, I didn't really care about Tony Dungy and Al Michaels on the call. They're combined 145 years old. I repeat, Tony Dungy and Al Michaels are a combined 145 years old. They're old guys, man. And you know what? No one wants to go to Jacksonville. Have you ever been to Jacksonville? I used to get banished to Jacksonville every summer uh, before I started playing organized sports, and that was my way out. I I got smart about it. I started playing football, basketball, baseball. I had things to do, so my mom couldn't ship me down to grandma's. But Jacksonville is not lit like that. Uh, There's not that many great hotels down in, in the city area by the stadium. I stayed in a hotel over there uh, around spring training because after I went to to Tampa, I drove up to see my grandmother in Jacksonville, and I I told my wife to book a hotel. And I don't even remember the hotel we booked, but I wanted to be in and out of there so fast. Tony Dungy and Al Michaels aren't excited about that, and the game seemed like a blowout, so they're probably ready for bed. And you know what? They didn't have that much excitement for a comeback win, but you should have just had that. I don't need someone to excite me watching a game. I can watch games on mute. I don't need, I can call the games. Like some of my friends say that they're like, watching the game with you, you say things, then the announcers say it. And I'm like, yeah, most people that like watch sports, like that should happen. If you watch sports enough, you should say what the announcers say before they say it. I don't care. Like I saw Dave Portnoy going at Tony Dungy and Al Michaels. Like, bro, give it a rest. They are a combined 145 years old. That doesn't matter. Speaking of old, I I know I'm old because Asante Samuel Jr. picked off Trevor Lawrence three times. And I remember watching Asante Samuel Jr. in the playoffs. Now his kid is in the playoffs making those type of plays. This week was awesome. Uh, There's so many things I could say. I I have a few notes. Uh, I haven't even gotten halfway through reading all of them. But um, let's take the next call. Gio is out in Brooklyn on the fan. What's up, Gio? Yo, Keith. Love your show. I try to listen every night. I'm at work. I'm going to make this quick. I don't know if you remember that song back in the days where they were saying um, when Giants came out, they were going, um, we fly high, no lie. We bowling. I loved it. That's right, baby. Giants all the way. I don't have no fear with Philly. I believe we're going to beat Philly. Uh, Hertz is not, he's, he's not Daniel Jones. He's not. When Daniel Jones, let me tell you, when Daniel Jones stiff-armed him, when Daniel Jones stiff-armed that last night, <laughs> oh, my, Got I me my wife, listen, my wife and my dog went crazy. They thought I was, I was in my bedroom fighting. Because it, it I, I was so impressed with Daniel Jones. Yo, this is the first time that the Giants can sit there and say, we have a killer as a, as a quarterback. He is not playing, and I love it. I love the fact that he can run. I love the fact that he, he he's not afraid to take a hit. 
I listen. I'm not gonna keep you long because I can ramble all night. But the Giants. I'm not scared of Philly. I believe we're gonna. I I just I love being a Giant fan right now. My, Good. My prediction for this week. My prediction for this week is definitely the Chiefs. Giants over freaking Eagles. The Bills over the Bengals because I think that last game that we had against uh, the Bengals had against the Bills was a fluke. And not for nothing, I'm not a Cowboy fan. You know, I, I, I got my Cowboy rivalries in my family, but I got you guys taking the 49ers down. I got you guys taking the 49ers down, and I'm hoping to God that we can see the Cowboys in that divisional series. I, I'm That'd really hoping. Great. I'm like, I'm praying for it. You don't understand. I'm praying <laughs> for it only, only so I can rub it in my sister's face. Amen. How we're going to do, how we're going to do your quarterback. All right. You had, you can have a good night. I love hearing your show again. And let's go, Giants. Thanks for the call, Gio. I'll say this too. The Eagles are afraid of the Giants. The Giants aren't afraid of the Eagles. Let me, let me slow that down for you. Think about it. The Eagles are sitting at home watching the playoffs, and they probably wanted the fraud Vikings to survive so they could face them. And I think a lot of people were expecting, like Evan Roberts, a rock fight. I don't know what that is. Um, if 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 you're throwing rocks at me, like eventually, like we're throwing hands. You throw a rock at me, I'm gonna get up on you. <laughs> like you better be fast because I'm running you down. I'm not throwing rocks. The rock fight thing was hilarious. And then I heard C Mac today talk about how he was listening to uh, Malusis and uh, Lakata, Sal and, and and Mark were on, and they had Golik Junior on, and he referred to the Ravens game as a rock fight. I heard that too, C Mac. I was cracking up. I'm like, what is this rock fight stuff? Like and I I didn't know that was a football term, but the Eagles are gonna be shook if this game starts off with a Giants touchdown or the Giants asserting themselves as like not being afraid. That fear starts to set in with the Eagles. Their coach ain't been around that long. Jalen Hurts ain't been around that long. Is this gonna be Jalen Hurts' second playoff game? It's AJ Brown's first year in Philly. It's uh, some of those other guys like Bradbury, Gardner Johnson's first year in Philly. Those fans are nuts. But you know what? They'll turn on them quickly. If the Giants go in there and go up 7-0, 14-0, 14-7, those drunk boo birds are going to be drinking all day Saturday. The Giants aren't afraid to walk into Lincoln Financial Field and play a game against the Eagles. I mean, they weren't afraid to walk in there with Davis Webb and challenge them in week 18. They're right back. And now you've got your starters. Now you've got more confidence. And now people are actually talking about the Giants with respect, putting respect on their players' names and saying it doesn't matter if you don't know their names. It doesn't matter if they're household names yet. They're about to. You're going to know who these people are after this next game, you're gonna everyone's gonna know who Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James and Darius Slayton are. Darius Slayton, we're gonna need you. We're gonna need you. Brian Dable is one hell of a coach. I want to meet the guy. Maybe I will through WFAN. He has it. Like I've complimented like the hip hop swag and the cigar and the Jordans. I don't know where he's from. I gotta do some more research on the guy. But he, when I say he has it, he has the it factor that guys respect. 
And when Slayton dropped that pass and you saw him go to the sidelines and throw his helmet and lay down, and it's like, bro, like, yo, shake it off. We're going to win this game, and you can't have this in your mind going into next next week when we're going to need you. You could potentially win the game for us. He's a great coach, Ryan Dable. 877-337-6666. I'm going to talk about a few things. I already mentioned that this rivalry is just the turnpike, the turnpike rivalry. The NJ turnpike to the PA turnpike. Um <laughs> It is just uh, North Jersey fans versus South Jersey fans. North Jersey fans are all Giants fans. South Jersey fans are all Eagles fans. If you get uh, into Ocean County, I'm from Monmouth County, and the cutoff starts somewhere in Ocean County, where if you start going anywhere past, like, Seaside Heights, there's Eagles fans. And I, I ended up in, like, a Dick's Sporting Goods in the summer. I forget what town it was. But, like, my wife is from LBI area. And so we go down to LBI, and we drove a little further from there, and I went to a Dick Sporting Goods, and they had all Philly stuff. Like, I think I was looking to get some Yankees. So they're like, I'm like, where's the Yankee gear? The only thing they had was like a Jeter jersey. They're like, oh, we have all Philly stuff here. I'm like, oh, we're in Philadelphia territory where, like, you South Jersey folks think that you're actually from PA. Like, you think that this is a borough of Philly across the river. It's weird down there, but... This matchup is a rivalry. This matchup is heated. Uh, there's got to be some payback from the Joe Judge era. I know, you know, a lot of those players are gone. It's a new coaching staff, but some of these players were there. And talk about how sweet of a payback it would be to go to Philly and say, oh, yeah, remember when we won those like five games in a row? couple years back and all you had to do was not sit your starting quarterback win that game and we would have been in well now we'll take matters into our own hands that uh that take over your trap song is going to be playing loudly <laughs> when they walk into lincoln financial field daniel jones becomes the first player all time with 300 passing yards two passing tds and 70 rushing yards in a postseason game who played better than daniel jones I guess you can say Dak, but that was what I was leading with when I was doing my notes and I was I'm like, who who played better than Daniel Jones? I think I heard someone call Tiki and Tierney and say that Daniel Jones is a poor man Jalen's hurt Jalen Hurts. I couldn't even say it right there. Someone called in and said Daniel Jones is a poor man's Jalen Hurts. He throws the ball better than Jalen Hurts. And in this offense where they have design runs and where he knows first read, second read, not even looking at my third read, I'm going to go get yards, he's running the ball a lot better. Uh, Jalen Hurts didn't outrush him this year. Jalen Hurts missed some time. I don't know if he would have. Justin Fields is the only quarterback I think that outrushed Daniel Jones. Vanilla Vic is real. It's a real thing. And uh, (laughs) he's going to go down there and not, like, he's unflappable. And that's what you need in a quarterback. His demeanor is the same. He he doesn't smile too much. He doesn't pout. He doesn't laugh too much. He doesn't get pissed off or too fiery. He just keeps showing up, play after play, throwing the ball. Guys drop the ball, whatever. I'm putting it on you. There's nobody open, I'm running. And I think I heard also on Tiki and Tierney a good point about the fact that he went to Duke. And he didn't have that many scholarships. Um, coming out, he went to Duke and he was headed to Princeton. And, 
You know, I follow the Elite 11 account. I don't know if you guys are, are aware of what the Elite 11 is. If you're a quarterback out there listening, any young boys that are up, or if you're just into football, the Elite 11 is the nation's premier quarterback camp and series competition. I wanted to go when I was younger. Um, I didn't even go to the tryout, but it's been going on forever, and all of the top quarterbacks in the country are always at the Elite 11. It's strictly, like, the best. And they put out a post with the guy talking about, yeah, we had Daniel Jones in camp. Did anybody think that he was going to be the number six overall pick back then? Or did anyone think that he was going to be what he became? No. But they talked about how much work he put in and how he was just a continuous worker and devoted to his craft. I'll have to try and find the audio and see if I could play it. Um, yeah, I do have it. Let me see if I could play it loud from here. Daniel Jones is a guy that... Let's see what this guy says. Hold on. I want to play this because it's better if you just hear it and then I talk about it. So Daniel Jones was the second guy drafted. He came to one of these about five years ago. He was six four and a half, about a buck seventy nine, ran a four nine forty, and had zero scholarship offers. Did we miss on him? What do you think? Should that have been a guy that, you know, at that time was a top twenty, top ten quarterback in the country? No colleges thought so. We didn't see it in him. But what did he have? He had the work ethic inside of him to keep working. And now he's six, five and a half, 230, running a four, six, and was the second quarterback drafted in the NFL draft, right? And nobody saw that in him when he was in high school. So what I'm saying to you guys is if you have it inside you, you have that work ethic and that desire, keep going. We might miss on you. College coaches might be sleeping on you. But you can play this game for a really long time if you work at it and you love it and develop that bond with your teammates where they're going to follow you into battle every Friday and Saturday and hopefully Sunday beyond, all right? Man, I love that. Like, I can't tell you how much I love that. Some, like, someone like myself, I've been an underdog. I've been slept on. What happens to people like that that are consistently overlooked or consistently underestimated, you just build up this wall where you don't care anymore. And Daniel Jones needed that from the day that he was taken sixth overall and fans booed and fans cried and fans went viral for their reaction to the pick. Earlier today, they talked about him coming to Yankee Stadium. And I remember that. And I remember laughing because I'm not a Giants fan. But that was wrong that Yankees fans that were Giants fans booed him. He's showing, he's showing up to Yankee Stadium with his girl. That's what they do, right? We've seen Saquon throw out the first pitch. Kayvon Thibodeau throw out the first pitch. That's what they do. They bring the Giants through, and they should. No one booed Zach Wilson. <laughs> but... You just heard that coach say, hey, when he was here in this camp, he wasn't as big and strong or fast as he is. He kept working. They overlooked him. He didn't have a bunch of top scholarship offers coming out of college. He kept working. And in the NFL, he had different head coaches, different coordinators. He had injuries. He had fumbling problems, interception problems, and he kept working. And now in the first round, the super wild card weekend, Daniel Jones played better than any other quarterback in the NFL. Andrew Thomas played very well. I mean, Dave Gettleman is somewhere like, <laughs> you haven't heard the last of me. Andrew Thomas on wild card weekend, highest pass blocking grade, 44 pass blocking snaps, zero pressures allowed. You got one. He's a captain of the team. He's one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL. The Giants have players. The narrative of them not having talent, they got to they throw that out. 
the uh, boat party curse is over, the drought is over, and I think now that we're down to, you know, the last eight teams, the Elite Eight, I think people are looking at the Giants and they're realizing, yes, they had the coaches, and I think these coaches just kind of took it slow at first, as they should, right? Dable's whole approach was like, all right, I am, I'm rebuilding while trying to compete. Did he know week one that they would be in the playoffs? No, but he went for it. Did he know, you know, in London beating Aaron Rodgers, they were going to the playoffs? No, but they they got the win and they never looked around and said, we didn't have enough. And the and football and in the NFL is like that, man. There's so many of these guys that were underdogs, that were underestimated, that were counted out, and they just build up this wall where they, they don't care what you say. Because you know what? It's not about what I say on this microphone. It's not about what you call and say. It's not about what any anonymous randoms type on Twitter or what any pundits say on TV. It's about 11 guys versus 11 guys any given Saturday, Sunday, and even a Monday night going out there playing football and seeing who wants it more. And right now, the the, the Giants are hungry dogs. They, they might want it more than a lot of these teams that are still in it. Dave is in Belleville, New Jersey next up on the fan. Go for it, Dave. What's going on, Keith, man? Like I said, enjoy listening to you out here, man. Um, what I was going to say, um, I've, I've been down down to Philly tons of times for, for games. I got, I got family out there. I've been, I've been to the link. It's, it is rough environment. Um, the only thing I would tell you to, to go to Philly for is probably the cheesesteak. And that's probably where, where it is. <laughs> I haven't, you know, I never, are. I've never hit Geno's or Pat's. I did, I did go to Tony Luke's at the yeah. draft. They had a Tony Luke's cheesesteak uh, set up for the draft. And I'm not going to lie. They, when they hosted the NFL draft, it was pretty good. Like they did a good job. Actually, I think there's one in Brooklyn. If if you Google it, I'm I'm not too sure if it's still still there. I, I have no idea if it is or not or if it isn't. Um, or the other thing I was gonna uh, I was gonna tell you um, was that actually I had one bad experience in Philly, in the link. Um, my son and my nephew were like little. This was over ten years ago. Uh, some guy came up to my son and said, "Hey, uh, cute cute kid, but I ripped that jersey off your back." And like literally, I like. I'm not trying to condone violence, but I had to go outside and say. Yeah, nah, they, see, that's what I'm talking about, bro. Keep like that. You got to keep that sentence to yourself. Like that's that to me. It's like don't you know? Kids is there's a line with kids. Exactly. So even joking I, around, like you'll do what to this kid? Yeah, exactly. That's that's my my first my firstborn son. Um, and I think we we spoke a couple of weeks ago about um about uh, Daniel Jones and I guess kind of what, what what money we would give him. And obviously now that with his success in the playoffs. Yesterday's, <laughs> yesterday's price is not today's <laughs> price. The price is the price is going up. Cha-ching. Absolutely, yes. Oh, man. Oh, man, yeah. So I, I'm thinking he's, he's probably going to get somewhere like 30, 35 at least. Yeah, because the franchise tag, and they can't make this mistake, right? You watch Dak Prescott tonight who makes $40 million. He's got a four-year, $40 million deal, and they franchise tagged him at like $37 million. It's like, okay, they didn't take the option on Daniel Jones, which at the time was understandable, but now it's like, ah, that was a mistake. Whatever. Pay him and just like pay him what he's supposed to get and like don't don't franchise tag him and wait, and then he goes out and balls another year, and then you owe him more money, and then that like handicaps you – 
from doing other things. The Giants are already coming out of a bad cap situation. Like, they need to just do right by Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. But, yeah, yesterday's price is not today's price. He he won. He, he He's definitely made himself some money just off that first round of the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, my, my prediction for this weekend game, um, yo, I'm uh, I'm sorry, like I, uh, like I, I know you, you, um, you're down with the with the Cowboys, but yo, just yo, the, the Niners are just stacked all over the place. No, I know, uh, <laughs> I I know, uh, Bosa, Fred Warner, and like they they have they have some monsters on that team, and then Kyle Shanahan, he he's on a mission to get back to the Super Bowl and actually win, and I think he's looking at this kid Brock Purdy like, wow, this is actually the quarterback that has given me a better chance than, you know, any of these other guys that I've had, but really like Garoppolo, Trey Lance, whatever. Like, it's it's Brock Purdy. Even with Matt Ryan when Shanahan was with the Falcons. Brock Purdy, this kid is balling out, and he does not resemble a rookie, a Mr. Irrelevant, any of that. He just makes plays, and he knows football. And, you know, if the Cowboys get rolled, I wouldn't be surprised because they're week to week and they're already making excuses about, oh, we had to play the Monday night game. We've got a short week. They played on Saturday. They get a, they get two extra days of rest. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they lose to the Niners. The Niners, the Niners, I wouldn't be surprised if they go back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I agree with that. But the, the only thing that probably where everybody's kind of going Bills, Bills, Bengals, I'm the other way around. Like for some reason, like I, I personally think Joe Burrow has that it factor. Some, something about Burrow, and like I don't know if you've noticed that. Obviously, with Dable not there in Buffalo anymore, I feel like that um, Josh Allen has regressed just a little. He's kind of like Brett Farvish. If, if yeah, and it's it's interesting that you say that. I think we've talked about it here. Thank you for the call, Dave. Appreciate it. But it's been noted that Brian Dable from week one got on Daniel Jones about pr- protecting the ball, taking care of the ball. And even in the way that they've called the offense and the way that Daniel Jones has played, you've seen a difference in just taking care of the football. Josh Allen is a turnover machine this year. And I've said that a bunch. I'm like, you know, even like regular season, red zone, whatever it is, like he's, he's throwing picks, whatever. He's given the ball up at inopportune times. And maybe it's because he doesn't have a day bowl there to be like, hey, can't give the ball up in the red zone. We need points there. You saw Tom Brady give the ball up in the red zone tonight. I was like, yes, yes, no points. All right, we got to take another break here halfway through this 1 o'clock hour. Uh, When we come back, we'll hit your calls, and I'll add a couple more things in. Keith McPherson on the fan right back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Daniel Jones brings his team to the line in his first playoff start. He played like a great player tonight. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And the New York Giants are on to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, yeah. Not going to waste too much time here. Don't have much time to waste. I did want to say a couple things about the Eagles because I hate the Eagles and their fans and their city. I don't like anything about Philly. I mean, AI is cool. Meek Mill. RIP PNB Rock, but Philly, I just always root for them to lose. Like, I wanted them to win the World Series because of the Houston Trastros, but they weren't able to do that. I'm going back and I'm looking now at, like, the last games that Jalen Hurts played, right? The Eagles beat the Bears 25-20 to with Jalen Hurts on December 18th. And then he was out. It was Gardner Minshew versus the Cowboys. They lost that game. Uh, on December 24th. Then that Saints game with Gardner Minshew, they could only put up 10 points. The Saints went into the link and beat them 20 nothing. Had some people looking around like, what's up with the Eagles? And then, of course, the Giants game in Philly where it was Davis Webb versus Jalen Hurts. All right, say what you want about Week 18, but, I mean, the Giants lost that game by six points. And, uh... There were definitely points in that game where you're like, I don't know. It's just, I thought, thought this was supposed to be JV versus varsity, and the JV is hanging with the varsity. So I'm telling you, going into this divisional round game, all of the pressure is on the Eagles. It isn't so much that the Giants are playing with house money. They're not. They're trying to win. It's the NFL. They're all trying to win. Every Every player that's stepping on that field, their dream is to get to the Super Bowl and win. That's that's their life dreams, a, a lot of these guys, most of these guys. And uh, for the Eagles, the pressure of the playoffs is going to be a lot heavier in their home stadium, in front of their home fans, after having a bye, and after, like I said, Jalen Hurts playing one game since December 18th. It'll be a month, over a month, because the 18th is literally tomorrow, It'll be a month that Jalen Hurts has only played one football game. And I know it's football and he's a football guy, but like you need reps and rhythm and practice can't simulate that. So for a full speed NFL game, he's played one game and it was against the Giants backup players on January 8th. And we'll see what happens coming up this weekend. All right, let's get to the phones. Let's take the rest of the calls that I have. Let's go to Danny in Elmont, New York, next up on the fan. Yeah, how's it going, Keith, man? First time I heard your show, really liking it. Actually shocked that you're not a Giants fan. Very respectable Cowboys fan with all the insight and, and like, the knowledge you have and touching on a lot of the same points I've been thinking about myself. I'm a diehard Giants fan. Really appreciate the respect you have for the Giants. I have kind of that mutual respect for the boys, and I want to carve out a path here where we're going to see each other in two weeks, I believe. Philly does not want to play the Giants right now. I'm telling you that right now. A lot of the same points you touched on. And I'll be honest with you, San Fran doesn't want to play the Cowboys either. And I think we'll meet. And just back to what you said about Dabble and how people weren't seeing it, it was a couple games ago earlier in the season. 
where they got inside the locker room after the game on the post game, and you saw him telling the players, yo, put Juicy on, put Biggie Juicy on. Yeah. That's when I knew. It was the cigar moment outside with the fans, put Juicy on, him in training camp, him getting on Daniel Jones earlier in the season, the way he, he coached up um, Slayton after that drop, because we're going to need him next week, and that's probably what he told him. Just, you know, everything he did with Kelly, Kenny Galladay, it took a while, but he might be deployed as a secret weapon at some point. Maybe not against Philly, but maybe if we make it against you guys, we might need Kenny Galladay. He looked good on that Davis Webb touchdown. And just a lot of other things you said. Kadarius Tony, bro, he disrespected. Kadarius Tony didn't show up to meet the new coach, new GM, right, right away. And, and, that was disrespect. And you know, what, and you know what's crazy? Kadarius Tony was so talented, and I was so upset we got rid of him for nothing. And I know Andy Reid's going to turn him into a monster. You're a football guy like me. He's got so much potential, but he's got a little bit of that Antonio Brown in him. Like, you know, just the social media stuff and wanted to get young Joker going and stuff. Yeah, young and Joker. You know, so, baby Joker. That's what me and my. my, my that was his rap name or something. Baby Joker, young Joker, something like that. I know I've seen his. And, his, uh, YouTube. It, it, it's so crazy because we used to call Beckham Joker because of the, the face mask he used to wear. And I love Beckham, but it's like the same thing. It's not like he's a bad guy, but he's just too distracted. and He's too caught up in the hype. And even Thibodeau, when he first came out of the draft, I was feeling like that a little bit with him. You know, he, he was too much about the brand and too much down the road. But you know what? I went back to him early in the season when he wasn't putting up the sass. And he said, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. I'll take I'll take 10 Kayvon Thibodeaux any day because this guy's getting there. He's making the guys around the better. He's opening up for Ojolari and, and, and the other guys, and the sacks will come. And once Wink said that and he calmed down, he started getting those pressures. He started making a difference like he did in the Commanders game and all that, that stuff. That kid is one of my favorite players on the Giants. And, you know, me being a Cowboys fan, I like I said, I have too many friends and family. Even my, my older brother who passed was a Giants fan. So, like... You know, it, it, I don't have the like hatred. I have respect, and I've watched them. I've watched them win Super Bowls. So how could you not have respect? Yeah. And you know, going back to Kadarius Tony, we've never seen good. a team trade the first round pick oh. in his second year and then go on and win a bunch of games and go to the playoffs and, without and him. And you, as a Cowboys fan, his best game ever was that Cowboys game last year. And man, did you see potential there? And we needed him on special teams. I mean, we got... He threw a punch in that Jackson game. Hurt. When I we saw him throw Dory that punch, Jackson. I'm like, he's reckless. <laughs> yeah, we got a Dory Jackson hurt receiving punch. That should have been Tony. We could have used him when... Uh, when nah, don't, I'm down. telling you, don't even worry about Kadarius Tony. Uh, I'm, no, sure, I'm sure he's going to be with great with the, with the Chiefs. We already saw, yeah, you know, Andy flashes Reeves of that. Is a, is, but is like, the type of guy that could get through that personality. You know, there's very few coaches that can work with that type of personality. Right, he's, he was insubordinate. The guy was feeling himself too much, and they didn't like that. And they established a culture change, and he didn't want to fit in with the culture that they had, so they got him out of there. Stay tuned for what they turned those picks into. They had a history of drafting and building through the draft in Buffalo. They'll find some talent with those later-round picks. And at first I was upset about that, but now with the emergence of Richie James, man, I'm loving him. I'm loving Hodgins. Who was Hodgins? He was a Packer? They, they, they're the ones who let him go? No, he was, on the, he was on the practice squad with the Bills. I remember him oh, in college at Oregon Bills. State because okay. he was just like a, a big body, a big dude. He's, he's just looking he's young. so good with those hands. He's and 24. His and, yeah. and his size. Everybody's underrating these guys. And listen, Slayton, he's always had the problem with the drop. 
but he's still the guy that's taking the top off. We need him. I would love to see them try to maybe bring in a, like a D-hop. I don't know if they have the cap space, or I wish Marvin Harrison Jr. was eligible. I think he, I, I think he needs another year of eligibility. Yeah. I don't think he's come out. We need a guy like that. But I see DeAndre going to New England for some reason because him and Belichick were like boys in that Arizona game, and they showed a lot of love. And that's what New England needs. But like, even if we don't get that, you got Hodgins making those plays he's making. You got James looking like, honestly, like Steve Smith or old Steve Smith in the slot. He's just doing his thing, man. And he had that one drop in Minnesota, and I was worried about it when they sat the players against Philly. I thought it was a big mistake. But you know what? Now the silver lining in it is I thought guys like James and Hodges might have needed a couple more rests with DJ because I knew this game was going to have to be a shootout. That's why Saquon didn't get the touches. Now Saquon's just ready to roll for Philly because we're going to have to work Saquon to keep Jalen yeah. Hurts off the field. But like back to what you were saying about Hurts, he is the way he took that shoulder injury, it was a guy basically putting weight on him. If Dexter Lawrence happens to sack him and land on him the wrong way, not trying to take him out, and you were a quarterback. I heard you saying that earlier. I'm not ever trying to say hurt a player. But, you know, it's football. we got that rough in the, rough in the pants him. to call Tackle against him. Kirk Cousins. You know what I love about Kayvon Thibodeau? Kayvon Thibodeau basically came out and said, like, I'm here to wreck the game. I'm supposed to attack the quarterback. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, he took too much. He took too much flack for that celebration. He didn't realize how hurt Foles was. And you know what? It wasn't a head injury. It wasn't some Seisman low leg injury. He took him out clean in the ribs. And you know what? After Dex or anybody makes a sack, they're not looking at the quarterback. They're too busy doing their celebration. He was celebrating. When he got on the sideline and, and he put his hands next to his head like night-night, it is what it is. He's, he's trying to play ball. He wants to get his team hype. He wants those fans hype. It is what it is. Shame on Jeff Saturday for having Nick Foles in that game because he didn't. He got him hurt. Matt Ryan should have been yeah, in that I, game. Or, I didn't care. I didn't mind that, that at all, honestly. I didn't yeah, care it that. Is, uh, it is what it is. They try to paint this guy like some really bad dude. Nah. That's a, a young man that said he was going to do something, and he's going out there and doing it, and he puts his team in the playoffs against the commanders, and he wanted to celebrate a little. He doesn't want to hurt people. And let me tell you, Dexter Lawrence lands on Hurts the wrong way. They don't want to play us. Miles Sanders has not looked the same in weeks. He's had the fumbling issues. They're starting to give all the carries to the backup running backs. It almost reminds me of when Peterson was there and it was Clement and all these other guys that always hit yeah, us hard. Running back Man. by committee. Yeah, yeah we'll so, see. Thanks for the call, Danny. I just got to move the line along. Um, the Eagles, I'm telling you, like they're they're a good team. They've got talent everywhere, and it's going to be the talent versus uh, no talent. But the pressure, it's playoffs. It's division round. They had a bye. The Kansas City Chiefs had a bye, but they do this. They get the number one seed. They host home field uh, playoff games. The Eagles, this group, this is new for them, and this is still a new group. This is a, They're still gelling and figuring it out, so uh, feel confident. The first thing I said on my show Friday was don't start backtracking now. Don't get cold feet now. Go with your gut. If you think the Giants can beat them, the Giants can beat them. And I think the Giants can beat the, the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles cooled down a lot, and they had some questionable games this year. If you go back and look at some of their games, it wasn't like they were juggernauts, right? Like, they beat... The, the Jaguars, 29-21, that was close. They beat the Cardinals, 20-17, to that was close. 
Just because they started off 10-0 and or whatever doesn't mean that they blew everybody out. A lot of times, those records make people think that a team is better. But in the NFL, it's all about one-score games, stealing games. That's what the Giants did. That's what the Vikings did. That's what the Eagles did. They beat the Colts by one point. November 20th, they beat the Colts 17-16. to They're not juggernauts. And pressure bust pipes. They're coming into a game where all the pressure's on them. And I'm telling you, their fans, an 8 o'clock game, their fans are waking up cracking a beer at 8 a.m. They're going to be sauced. And if that game goes left and you got a quarterback like Daniel Jones who's unflappable, he's unfazed, and Saquon Barkley who's motivated, running the ball hard, they're going to be all right. Tony's in Providence next up on the fan. Go for it, Tony. Hey, uh, well, right on. Excellent points, buddy. Uh, I really think the Giants can do it. Um, they have that desire and the grit. And you can see that early on in the Dallas game tonight. I mean, something about it, they were determined. When a team is determined, watch out. You don't want to play that team. I'm sorry. It's about hot and grit, as um, my friend. And uh, I just really think, um, you're right, the Eagles better watch out. I think the Giants going to be ready to play. Division flow. A lot of emotion, and uh, and the quarterback is playing great right now. And when you get a hot quarterback, a lot of things can happen. You know. Indeed. Thank you for the call, Tony. I mean, uh, look at the coaches. Nick Sirianni. I think he's a decent coach. Uh, when he first came on the scene, I wasn't so sure about him. But if I'm looking at Nick Sirianni, and he's got a pretty long resume uh, versus. Dable and his resume, I'm taking Dable. And and going off of what I've seen Dable do in one year and Wink and his experience, yeah, this is going to be a great game. Um, Sirianni's actually from New York. He knows what's up. He knows that the Giants are going to be ready. He knows the history of the Giants. This is, this is what the Giants do. Like <laughs> This is what the Giants do. They're road warriors in the playoffs. And this rivalry in the NFC East, Adds another layer to it. This rivalry, just a local rivalry. rivalry. Like I said, the Turnpike, Battle of the Turnpike. Uh, you take the NJ Turnpike all the way down to uh, Pennsylvania th- Turnpike. Like, it's, There's going to be something special in the air when this game kicks off. And when you get into those type of games, it, it's about a couple individuals rising. It's about a couple plays going your way. I talk about Kayvon Thibodeau, and I say he's a primetime player. He's ready for the bright lights. There's a bunch of those guys on the Giants now that are ready to like earn their spot and be seen and be heard. And, you know, the whole world is going to be watching. Paul is in Patchog on the fan. What's up, Paul? Hey, Keith, what's going on? Not too so much. I'm a Salty Jets, I'm a salty Jets fan. I'm it's not okay. Lie. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, we went so many years and we finally thought we had one this year, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so I just kind of want to, like, uh, change the page a little bit and talk about, you know, as Jet fans, of course, we've talk, you know, we're hearing the whispers who we want to be to be our next quarterback. And then I bring up Lamar Jackson, who I think is a disgrace to NFL right now. I think sitting home while your team's on the road, it, it kind of gets to you a little bit, you know. Division rival, fan, yep. You know, even if he was hurt, let's say he's hurt, right, and you don't travel with your team, Really support him on the sideline. I feel like now there's gonna be a lot of locker room tension going on. I'm glad you mentioned that too. I thought it was odd that he wasn't with the team. 
Yeah, like, why wouldn't you? Odd. Why wouldn't you travel with the team? If it's one thing to be hurt and you can't go, it's another thing to just be all the way in the background. And I get it; he doesn't have the long term contract he wants. But there's a lot of guys playing for their next contract, like Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, a perfect example. Let's let's even bring up baseball for a second with the Judge. What if he didn't play? Right. And you know I what? Mean, I started talking about Lamar Jackson this year and comparing him to Judge as far as, oh, they both bet on themselves. Complete different stories. I, I think he's uh, I think he's done in Baltimore. That's my own opinion. I, as, a, as a teammate, I can't see him going any further with that team. Thanks for the call, Paul. Jets fans, does this make you not interested in Lamar Jackson? I think he'd be a different guy on the Jets up here. I don't know. That's all I've got, but I'll be back tomorrow late after the next game I'll be on. EJ Stewart coming up next. Shout out to EJ. Uh, I'm sorry, EJ. The Knicks lost in overtime, and again, it's the free throws late. But EJ will come through and talk about that, and I'm sure he'll have some thoughts and some takes on Super Wild Card Weekend. Keep McPherson on the fan. That's all I've got for now, but I'll be back tomorrow night and the next day and the next day and the next day. Later. Sports Radio 1019 FM We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.